Hello and welcome to Spiritual Shit, your guide to the down and dirty of modern spirituality. This podcast is a place for people wanting to discover more about spirituality, where we can get weird about ghosts, mediumship, aliens, psychics, religion, new age, awakening, ascension, starseeds, channeling, holistic health, philosophy, and even dating. Some shows will be just me rambling about my mystical experiences and discoveries, while other shows will have guests to open up new perspectives and views. I hope you'll join me on this journey as we discuss and open up what spirituality in today's modern world really looks like. Remember to like and subscribe to never miss an episode and hit me up at thelovelyleah.com or at thelovelyleah on Instagram so we can connect. Become a Patreon supporter to get access to behind the scenes of our guests, freebies, early access to new episodes, discounts on merch, and more. Hello and welcome to another episode of Spiritual Shit. I'm your host, Aaliyah Lovely, and today's my birthday. And I'm so excited to be here with you another year. I am 38 years old and 38 and being great, I guess. <laughs> it's it's such a wonderful time right now for at least myself to observe my life from a different perspective. And I want I want to share with you today ways in which we can start looking at the new frequency that's come in that's empowered us to manifest like we've never manifested before and uh instead of being in such a state of surrender we can be more in a state of empower and i think that that's the frequency shift that's happened in our world it's allowed us to be able to connect with that other side so much greater and see your manifestations happen so much faster and I'm watching it happen in real time in ways that I've never seen it happen before and this has very little to do with you know uh, picking from the catalog of the universe and trying to bring those things into fruition but more so the aspects of our spiritual selves and connecting to our higher selves and our angels and spirit guides and whatever for that kind of communication, that the frequency is really ripe right now um, to be able to do so. And so I'm starting to see surrender in a very different way. Uh, Someone asked if I would do another episode on surrender, and I was like, I've been doing episodes on surrender since the podcast started. We have at least six to ten of those because surrender has always been my hardest thing to do, to let go of something that you want or that you're afraid might happen or, you know, whatever the thing is. And so what does that look like? What is, what is surrender? I think my initial definition of surrender is, is letting go, allowing the universe to take the wheel and allowing the universe to show us what it is that we need to be doing or needs to be done. And I think in the old frequency, that was absolutely true, but we have moved into something different that thing that I was talking about, something about this summer, something's coming and it's kind of here. Like there's a shift and a change in frequency. Something feels different. And I don't know if it's 5D or 4D or 8D or whatever, but I think that there has been an energetic shift for sure. And things have changed in quite a big way. And this might be why we see a lot of like crazy shit going on in the last like year or so. Um, obviously it's been crazy for a while, but even crazier and we don't have to be afraid. 
We don't have to be afraid. So I wanted to read you this uh, channel that came through uh, from Erasmus. And those of you who are just listening to this episode and haven't listened to other ones, there is a entity or group of collective of sorts that have been contacted by name Erasmus. And you say, oh, you've been contacted. And I'm like, well, the best that I can describe it is that I was rocking Veda to sleep one day and I heard in my inner ear, we are Erasmus. And I thought, what is that name? That's a weird name. I looked it up. The name means beloved. And there's a lot that went with that. So you can go check out those other episodes. But uh, I got a channel from them about what what is our life meaning? What is it that to to be here? And um, what's the the purpose? Why is it that we need to do this journey in the first place? So I'm going to read that to you this morning and then give you my perspective on it. The channel starts and says, your life is about focus. Can you focus your energy on tapping into the self that has volunteered to come here? The self that wanted to come here and was not afraid. The self that wanted to come here that was not worried about what the outcome was. The self that wanted to come here to remember that this quote unquote game you're playing is for the benefit of all mankind, regardless of its outcome. This is a place where you reside and you're watching your avatar, hoping to get in tune with yourself. It is a time to integrate both of those selves. That is what ascension is. It is not that your body is upgrading to a new version of itself. It is that your body is catching up to whom you really are. The density here is remarkable, so dense that it has the ability to make you forget. So your job is to focus to remember that fear doesn't serve you because it is laughable to your higher self who knows you are already taken care of. This is the process of releasing the outcome because the outcome has no value compared to the journey. To transcend the body and mind is the process of what everyone is calling 5D. This is the perspective shift. To focus your energy on being able to see beyond your 3D reality and into the further realms through your perspective. Imagine the power on earth if humans could transcend fear. What a time to be alive when there are so many things that enact your human to overcome fear. How plush is the harvest to be able to try over and over and over again that your soul is able to grow at such a rapid pace that no matter what dimension or planet you end up at when your life is over, you will be a professional. This is not to discard the pain that exists here. It is to observe it in everything that it is and focus on what you would like to get out of it. What reality can you manifest? If you are living in fear, then the reality you possess is one that you would likely manifest. Can you find yourself in a reality where you don't bypass to escape what makes you afraid? Rather find a way to see it all in all its facets and even perhaps find beauty in it. How ripe is the harvest right now? You came to 3D for a reason and it is not to skip to the 5D. Find love for this experience. Focus on what is wonderful about being here, such as how many emotions you're able to experience, the depth of what you're able to experience, and the riches that are so valuable to you becoming you. We hear a lot, quote unquote, I hate it here. And while that is a valid emotion, it is certainly not a 5D perspective. 5D is not a place, it's a perspective of the same reality. Can you focus in seeing this world for the beauty she is? It is not about leaving the matrix, but becoming it. So that was the channel, and it kind of smacked me awake a little bit. Put me in this place of like, wow, like, it is this the definition of true surrender? Is this the absolute kind of direct path 
to release and let go of what we fear, what we're afraid of, and and get into this experience like in a very empowered way that we're not victims here and that we're not here to kind of sit and twiddle our thumbs and wait for someone else to give us guidance, that we have an opportunity to transcend something pretty great and get ourselves in a position and a place to really claim our lives, really claim our souls, really claim our purpose. And, you know, for those of you who are, who are down here, you know, like, what's my purpose? And I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing with my life. I think this might be it just to focus. Like I, I thought it was really funny. The part where they say you're a professional. I did laugh out loud when I heard that. And I thought, what does that, what does that mean <laughs> that we are able to grow at such a rapid pace that, you know, this like level of fear, this level of density is actually serving us in some kind of way that we would not even be, we would never need to be scared because our higher self would always know that we were taken care of and that nothing is ever final. So while I was in the middle of that channel, another channel tried to come through and I was like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I can't write it all down at the same time. But I remember thinking about this, this kind of chunk of information and thinking, well, well, that means kind of everything is neutral, right? You know, that everything that happens in this, this world is not good or bad, but just is, it exists because it does. And to not, not disregard the pain that exists here, but be in a place of like, okay, what does it look like to observe this and feel this and experience this in its fullness instead of try to escape it? And so uh, I was in a mood one day and I was like, everything is neutral. Everything is neutral. Everything is neutral. When some circumstances were happening that I was not so keen about. And I, I started to get in the space of like, well, then that means nothing matters. And, you know, if nothing matters, then, you know, I'm just this nihilist here. That's just like nihilist that just doesn't give a shit because it, no matter the effort that I put in or not or whatever that like, it doesn't matter, you know? And I heard them say, it's not that nothing matters. It's that no outcome has final consequences. The universe is ever changing. So even if certain outcomes are scary or on timelines that are not seemingly in our favor, our soul is eternal. So time and outcomes don't matter as much when you can see it on the much larger scale. And I thought, wow, wow. I know that's not for me. <laughs> I don't think I'm that wise, but that the message that no outcome has final consequences, no outcome, not even death, no outcome to our soul has final consequences. So if that's the case, that's what makes everything neutral. We start again, we do a reset. Um, we still grow. We have this opportunity to, to be in a space of creativity, of manifestation, of new perspective, new eyes. It is, it is freeing. And to me, maybe that is the real aspect of surrender, this freedom that we feel. Not that we're giving up on something, but that we recognize that no outcomes are final. So we can try it all. We can, we can be here in this timeline. We can jump to another timeline. Um, we can change our circumstances and break things off and whatever. I don't know if you guys have ever seen, um, I just watched it, the movie Everything Everywhere All at Once. And also the newest Doctor Strange Marvel movie. I thought it was really interesting that both of those movies came out within weeks of each other, having very similar kind of themes, like jumping into different universes and different timelines and different aspects of ourselves. 
And the movies even kind of ended similarly where um, the the love interest uh, said this particular thing, like, I'll love you in every universe, I'll love you in every lifetime or something like that. It just, I was like, wow, look at the divine human consciousness that is coming up with these ideas that overlap each other in very big ways and how they're coming through in this kind of media or whatever to give us maybe some aspect a collective pattern to observe maybe all these other aspects of ourself that are living in other dimensions or timelines or realities or quantum shifts or whatever. I don't know. So if that's the case, then no outcome is final. And if that's the case, then there's, there's nothing really to be that scared about. And so in, in, I'm not going to give any spoilers or talk uh, deeply about it on this episode, but even though everything everywhere all at once was kind of a wacky movie, <laughs> there was like parts in it and I was like, come on, this is weird. It gave me kind of this, uh, I got to think about how we are able to access different parts of ourselves, different facets of ourselves. Maybe it's in a different timeline, different dimension, parallel universe, uh, past life, whatever it is, doesn't matter, that ultimately our soul keeps the score. Maybe our soul has this aspect where it is able to keep a record, you know, Akashic records or something like that, maybe. And if it's able to keep that record, then we have access to those memories or access to that connection. We have access to that veil to be able to enact our greatest self possible. And even if you don't believe in that, or that doesn't just like vibe or resonate with you, just think about your birthday. (laughs) And every year you get older and wiser, and you have more lessons that you have in each year, and each birthday marks as a pillar, as each life marks as a pillar. And you can go back through those lives or those years or those birthdays and look back and see, oh, on this birthday, I was this person. On this birthday, I was this person. And in that way, it's almost like you're observing all your different lives anyway, right? Because even in this lifetime, in this awareness, in this reality for yourself, you have been different people. You have been different, uh, learned different lessons, obviously, but you've been different people. Like I know that in my late teens or whatever, I was a self-righteous Bible bitch, (laughs) like the meanest, most self-righteous person. Like I wouldn't say I was mean, but there was just such a fixation and obsession with saving people in such a way that I didn't love them. I just, I knew that they needed to be this and I was right. And, you know, I had read every verse and blah, blah, blah. You know, like that was a whole different person. I wouldn't like that person today. I wouldn't hang out with that person. I would be like, that girl is tripping. Like, don't bring her negative energy in my space. So, you know, like in that way, birthdays are funny because they kind of bring up those aspects of ourselves where we get to look at what we've what we've learned to get over and overcome over and over and over again. Each year we go back and say, oh, you know, this happened to me this year or whatever. And I was this person. So I would love uh, if you would join me in a really fun activity, not here now, but like after you're done listening to this episode of observing all the different selves you were giving yourself the opportunity to tune in to who those people were and what those people were like and what those people were afraid of, what those people held on to, what those people had hard time surrendering versus what you are, who you are today does not. And giving yourself more grace for who you are today because of what you've overcome, 
you know, two years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, and so on. And giving yourself that opportunity to focus yourself, focus your attention on how you'd like to move forward, who you'd like to be this year. How would you like to ascend um, your consciousness or um, who you've been in the past to make room for who you'd like to be now? And to me, maybe that is what manifestation really is. Like we talk about manifestation in a way of like gaining things, I think like society wise. But to me, I thought manifestation was always a sign of healing that when we're able to get the things that we, you know, really want and care about, uh, that changes with who we become. The things that you wanted when you were five years old are not the same things you want today, unless you're a five-year-old listening to this podcast. Hey, (laughs) but if that's the case, then what you want, you, what you desired has changed with who you've become. So I think about that a lot for myself and think about the things that I used to want versus the things that I want today, even the things that I wanted two months ago versus the things that I want today, because I've changed every day you change. Then there's so much opportunity and so much ripeness in the harvest, as they said, to, to become this professional life liver. (laughs) And, and the, you know, the longer, the further you go along, the, the more professional you get at it, right? <laughs> I feel very strongly that no life is wasted. No year is wasted. And it's, it's in those times that we've, we've been really attached to certain outcomes because we think that there are final consequences that we've said, we've wasted a year with this person or wasted six months, you know, trying to do this job, or I wasted, I wasted money or whatever the thing is. And, and none of it's a waste. All of this is learning experience. All of this goes towards that record of your soul and gives you new facets of yourself, new perspectives. And I think what I'm even telling myself is to dive right in, dive into this living experience as much as possible. Because even though I don't think any, any aspect is wasted, you don't want to leave anything on the table. You know, you don't want to say at the end of this, I wish I should have, could have, would have. That's usually like the greatest regret of people who are at the end of their life. I wish I had done this. I wish I'd been more authentic. I wish I had asked that person out. I wish I had been happier or whatever the thing is. And, you know, what does that, what does that look like then? To me, it looks like not leaving anything on the table. Like no shoulda, coulda, wouldas, everything that I've wanted to do or desired to do that I've not let fear kept me from doing that. And you know, even, even down to, so, um, I started painting again and I did two paintings the first day and I was so super excited. And then this like fear crept in again. Like, is this important? Is this a waste of time? Where is this going to go? Um, is this going to make me money? And, you know, like those kind of like traditional thoughts come in or whatever, when initially I just did it to, for some peace for myself, something I wanted to do because it felt good. And it's like that, you know, whatever 3d perspective, I don't know, <laughs> our human existence that, sh- that creeps in the ego maybe. And it's like, but, but can you do that? And will that harm us? And 
will that affect us in some kind of weird way? I think it's the same way I feel about discipline. Like I hate the word discipline because I could be so much more disciplined. I could be so much more disciplined. And in that, it's like, it doesn't have to be fear around taking a huge leap and doing something you've never done before. It could be as little and nuanced as discipline, doing something every day um, that you'd want to do or like to do. I want to be more disciplined and taking care of my body now that I'm 38, I guess, <laughs> with my crickety knees, um, that, that taking better care of myself, making myself more of a priority and, and making a discipline or a practice out of being able to take care of my body in a physical way, not just a spiritual way. And that being something that somehow my ego feels afraid of because there's some messaging deep down in my soul, deep down in my experience here that says it is scary to be in shape. <laughs> it's scary to be, um, a, a, of a body that people desire. It's not safe, uh, to be in this way because you get a lot of unwanted attention or whatever. And so I have learned, my body has learned to be in a certain way that, my own humanity, my own perspective has told me is the safest way possible for me to exist. So I've even developed hormone disorders around that. And some of you may say that, you know, like that's, that's not a manifestation. You know, I can't really say, I really can't say, but if it is, then I have the power to change that. If I'm not leaving anything on the table and I'm not afraid of doing anything, then I have the opportunity to push as far as I can uh, in something that I've desired for my whole life. There, there won't be any more can'ts for me. And I say this with importance because the way that our world works and the density and the fear and all that kind of stuff, we are becoming professional and being able to overcome over and over and over the things that we're afraid of. And in each lifetime that we've experienced, I, I'm sure that you at some point were afraid to walk. You were afraid to ride the horsey. You were afraid to drive a car. You were afraid to make friends. You were afraid to stand up to your parents and tell them what you really think. You know, there, there are many fears that at some point you've outgrown or you overcame. And so in that, I, 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 I myself what's like to say that this is the year that I'm not going to participate in can't, that I cannot do something. I've decided that I'm going to be this magical bitch that I've <laughs> assigned myself to be and that, that anything is possible. Maybe everything's not possible, but anything is. And if that's the case, then to re-look at the way that I'm thinking about my life and the things that I say out loud that I will not back my concerns with fear as a way to keep me from doing them as an excuse to keep me out of growing because that's scary too. It's scary to change. It's scary to, to be someone that you've always dreamt of. And what is the, the quote? You're not scared of failing. You're uh, scared of being great or how great you are, something like that. Totally butchered that. Sorry. But, but yeah, like, yeah, it is kind of like that. Like I have left so much on the table when it comes to even this show, 
you know, many other aspects of my life, but like even the show, like, cause, cause I'm tired <laughs> and, uh, you know, I have some fears around still putting myself out there in certain ways, you know? And, and because of that, I have said, I can't do this, or this isn't possible because of who I was then, but that's not who I am now. And that can happen overnight. That can happen each birthday. That can happen each lifetime, whenever. But maybe you have an opportunity today too to join me in that and to join me in the year of I can. Maybe that's what ascension looks like. Let's get in tune to get in tune with ourselves in such a way that we're no longer afraid of who we could be. And what's really funny, I saw this meme that said, um, self-hate is out. We're sexy now. And there's something about it that, that rung so true to me. And so it, it became so poignantly aware for me that like, wow, like we can really shift our consciousness in that way. Like self-hate is out. Like self-love is in. <laughs> We're sexy now, you know, like that energy of even that funny phrase was the energy of, I can like, I'm not going to spend time anymore saying that I can't or that I'm not or that I'm hate or whatever. Like, I'm not going to spend time tearing apart every little thing about me because of what society says I should be or not be or whatever. Like, bullshit. Like, we're done with that. We have moved into a new frequency where we're we're sexy now, okay? (laughs) We're able to do things that we've never been able to do before. We're able to bring things in in ways that we've never been able to do before. And that is our now. That is this year. That is the energy and frequency that I believe has come in that has empowered us to understand that if no outcome is final, there is nothing to be scared of. Nothing to be scared of. Now, obviously there are consequences, but every consequence has a learning that comes with it. My um, stepson, it was really funny. Uh, he was not, not this part. He was fighting with his sister. That's not funny. But because he was fighting with his sister, um, I said, I'm going to have to take the TV away. And, you know, that's like a, you know, now we're a parent. Ooh. <laughs> uh, we're taking these things away. And he says, am I in trouble? And I said, no, but this is, this is a consequence. Um, but for something that we've, we've kind of, you know, set a boundary in place and you stepped over this boundary. So this is a consequence and, uh, you're not in trouble. We're not mad or anything like that, but this is just something that happened as a result of that. And he goes, Oh, not, not upset or anything like that. He's just, he, he took in the learn in that moment. Oh, okay. As a result of this action, this thing happened. So when he came home, uh, when he came back from their parents' house, uh, he, he came in and said, am I done with my consequences? (laughs) And it tickled me so that I was like, yeah, you know, like you can put the TV back in your room. Um, but it was so funny because to, to me, because I wish that we thought like that more like how children think, because we think our consequences are final. And it, because of that, we're afraid to try again. We're afraid to ask. We're afraid, you know, like this thing happened to me and now I can never do this thing again. I'm so hurt by this rejection. I'm so hurt by this judgment. Um, I'm so afraid this thing's going to happen again. I can't, can't put myself out there. And the way that he came in with joy and glee and said, am I done with my consequences? <laughs> is that is to show that in, in some aspect that with time and with learning, 
things can change. And I thought that was a really beautiful, like little nugget I got to see through children's eyes and thought, huh, like I may have tried something once and it didn't work out the way I thought it should have, but it doesn't mean that if I try it this time, that the things will be the same. Things can be different. Things can change. Things can, we can stop trying to bypass what makes us afraid and find a way to see all of its facets, even its beauty and the way that it helps us learn and become who we've always wanted to become. So I want you to talk to all of the different selves that you've had in your lifetime, in this lifetime that you can remember and encourage them to become who you'd like to become. And that'll change next year and the year after and the year after and the year after. But if you leave nothing on the table, then you'll never have those regrets of like, I wish I could have, I wish I should have, blah, blah, blah. You know, how are you dealing with your limitations right now? Where can you claim your power? I decided that my, my claim of power is in, I can this year and giving myself the opportunity to not be afraid anymore of, of what lies ahead because no consequence is final. I hope that it, it hits you hard. I really do. Like this, this year, um, you know, I'm really big about birthdays and like really sentimental about certain dates and things like that. And I, I would like to be different. Not that my old self is not good enough, but that my new self is exciting and we're sexy now, you know, (laughs) that the frequency shift has given me the opportunity to lean in to this year and in a way that I haven't leaned into other years before. I think it's a time to reflect on the past year and go, wow, I learned a lot. Oh my gosh, so much happened. So many things that I was really happy about. So many things that I wasn't happy about. And that today, those things don't affect me the way that they did in the moment, but that I'm a different person because of those things. And I can feel thankful that I went through those different aspects. And it gives me gratitude for being able to become a professional overcomer. So anyway, I love y'all and just, you know, go out today and do something fun for yourself for my birthday. Go out and do something really fun for yourself, whatever that looks like for you. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Oh, before I go, just another warning. I think I warn y'all every week and multiple times a week that if you are on Instagram or following my Instagram, that if someone messages you at grand rising, beloved, <laughs> I'm going to give you a reading, whatever it DMs you for reading. It is not me. It is not me. Okay. Uh, glad we got that cleared up. So I love y'all have an awesome day and happy birthday to me. <laughs> we'll see you next time. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please share it with someone you love. And if you're interested in becoming a client for energy coaching or card readings, find me at thelovelyalia.com to read more about what I do and to book your own session. And don't forget to add me on the lovely Aaliyah on Instagram for daily content and inspiration and hang out with me on Patreon. As always, thank you for listening. Thank you.